Friends, just a quick reminder that there is one week left to snag that print. So if you're into the album art for this week's episode, head on over to wbahprintshop.com. tell you something okay i'm i'm excited about recording today i don't know why i'm just jazzed i got nothing in particular to like i mean i mean of course i have my topic <laughs> i have nothing to bring to the table today <laughs> okay. no I, I i just mean it's it's not anything to do with that i'm just i'm just jazzed about recording good you ever just get jazzed about stuff i i do and it warms my heart that you're so excited to talk to me macy Oh. You asked me right as I was slurping down a drink. What are you what are you drinking? I something I'm not supposed to have. Oh no, is it coffee? It is. So we we re, we like recently switched over to like it's called like a toddy system. It's cold brew and it's like an <gasps> over the top like cold brew. It's fucking sweet. Anyway, I tried it for the first time in New Mexico and it like I can drink it and it doesn't piss off my bladder so much. And it's super concentrated. So I have just like essentially a shot yeah. glass worth every morning diluted with water and a little bit of heavy cream. And today I've just like, I've been in a good mood, but I've just been moving really slow. So I thought mm. I needed to animate this meat bag a little bit. So here yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> animate your meat bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we should open a coffee company and that'll be our tagline. Yeah. Animate your meat animate bag. Animate it. I like that. Uh, <laughs> you do yeah i know that the cold brew option is like less acidic so it's probably going to be better for your tay tay wow um, okay i know you love it I when i say that bad. uh but it is stronger right like it's more it's more of a concentrate i mean essentially we put a whole bag of coffee a 12 ounce bag of coffee it, it goes Stop. into one decanter that you then use over two weeks decanter <laughs> like it's or it's super stout and i didn't know that so the first time i tried it over like meredith's cabin in new mexico and like she was like it's really strong and i didn't know exactly how strong i didn't know the race you know yeah, yeah. and i was like and i put I put like three fingers worth in a cup oh, yeah. of coffee or like and then i did like dilute it i put some water and some milk in it and made like a full kind of like tall like iced coffee pint glass Delicious. which is way more than yeah. i usually have it was like Ooh, this and then promptly was just wired as hell for yeah. all day long the whole yeah. day yeah so we dialed it back how <laughs> so you workshopped it yeah. you know sometimes it's so weird it's okay there's a couple of things that i know that it has more to do with your like body chemistry like if you ate that day just just there's a whole plethora of shit that will control this but sometimes sometimes you drink coffee and you immediately go into shit panic mode like it's just shaky and you feel awful for the rest of the day longer than you think that caffeine would like affect you and sometimes you can drink like three cups and be fine and sometimes one cup will just get you jazzed so i what's the rule it's like a beer Sometimes you'll drink a beer and you'll feel shit hammered. And then sometimes you'll drink 40 beers and be fine. I don't know. I I struggle with stimulants in general. It is very yeah. easy for them to make me sweaty and nervous and sick. Yes. It's just yeah. super easy. I can't do, I cannot handle nicotine, period. Like, 
I've never been able to handle it. It just immediately makes me sweat and throw up. Like even just like hitting somebody's vape pen doesn't matter. I was going to say, you've never smoked. No, I've never took a drag off of a cigarette, but I have like accidents. You've never taken one drag off of a cigarette. Never one. Wow. Yeah, I know. I, 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 but I have like also, especially. Good on you, dude. I have like taken a drag off of like back when Hunter used to vape a lot. Like. Yeah. And it immediately, like I had to fight to keep from throwing up immediately. Like it's, it's, I cannot take nicotine, but caffeine, like sickness is just about as bad as nicotine sickness like it's just they're 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 so the same and like i accidentally fucked myself up one time really bad when i was in college because i was taking a thermogenic during one of my real crazy crazy exercise phases dude bro i don't know nothing it makes you like pre-workout it makes you sweat a lot you take it's like a supplement you take and none of that shit's regulated i don't even know what the fuck i took and i got it at like a gnc you know random ass Yes, absolutely. And I uh, was cramping really bad and I took Midol and didn't put two and two together. There's caffeine in Midol, like a decent amount of caffeine. And I took two Midol on top of those thermogenics. And then I basically just was in bed the rest of the day shaking and sweating. (laughs) Did you shit shit your entire body weight? No, I just, I couldn't move. I just, I was frozen in bed, shivering and pouring sweat for probably a solid three hours and cramping for hours. That sounds great. I love that. I love when all of that shit hits at once. So bad. I, uh, I, uh, I, I semi-recently had some kind of sickness. I had something going on. I was on the rag. And I got a fucking ear infection on top of all of it. Mm. And I remember just laying there being like, I hate everything. I want to absolutely pass away. And I was like, you know what's going to make me feel better? Some water is going to make me feel better. So I get stand up my one trip out of bed that I get (laughs) to go get some water. I slipped on a piece of paper on my floor. (laughs) (laughs) And bashed my knee <laughs> so on top of it and i feel i just kind of stayed there for a minute yeah you know stared off blankly into space yeah. when you just get really dogged on yeah. by the universe uh-huh, uh-huh uh-huh i wanted to like just claw my way under the under the carpet and just stay there yeah yeah oh wow that's wow well uh <laughs> welcome to episode 256 what are we what are we talking about today let me get some of my coffee i'm talking to you today about a crystal i feel like i've not done a crystal in a while Ooh. hadn't done that in a minute and i'm crystal light you remember those commercials i do remember those i, I do and uh i'm talking about uh something that really I picked just because you might remember a little group of the same namesake. Uh, I'm talking about Creedite today. I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> Pardon? I picked it solely because of the name Creedite. Because <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, okay, all right, th- that's it then. Creedite? Creedite. With arms wide yes. open. Yes. 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 Um, wow. I don't. It was that Creed. Uh, I, they all. I think they did that one. They. Um, they I have blend together to me. Yeah, they did. There was the era of the <laughs> voice. 
um, butt rock. Yeah, which dude. sometimes really hits for me. Yeah, and sometimes oh, for sure. not. Yeah. I love Depends Mason Bush. I love Bush. That's the thing. If we're talking Bush, if we're talking Eddie Vedder, uh, yeah, sure. If we're talking Creed, miss me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk to you about beating the heat, but make it magic. Oh, okay. There you go, yeah. then. Because I am hot. Okay. Hot. I believe that. I'm super hot. It's very hot. Oh, fuck! Wait! Welcome to the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, the podcast about magic. I'm Charlie, and I'm I'm really hot. I'm super hot. It's warm. And this is my cousin, Maisie. Uh, my name is Maisie. And of all of the segues and intros that you have done, that one was pretty mid and weak, in uh-huh. my opinion. Yeah. Shoehorned. It was supposed to work out different. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, no, no. Remember, I did do that one with Sapphire that was like, like a Sapphire, I also burn bright or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go any further, we got to we got to tell you, one of you listening, per- per- perk your little ears up, perk, perk tiny, your little teeny tiny baby ears up and listen to this and see if you're the person who gets this episode. <laughs> this great, not a mess episode uh, or their Patreon shout out. Today's episode goes to Julia C. If you don't do arms wide well, open. Well, no, I, I went somewhere else because I was trying to put it as like, because it's the C that is throwing it off here, that extra syllable, because I was hoping for Julia, take me higher. There but it is. Uh, that's, it's missing. To the place where blind men see. Yeah. To, yeah, to the place where Julia, Julia sees. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Fucking bravo, dude. Uh, there it is. Uh, wow. I love all those, like, are they Christian? Question mark bands that were out around that time. Yeah, you There's didn't a know. Lot. You never. Jars of Clay? Yeah. I don't know, man. You just gotta, you just, which, they, their album. Fucking Creed's album is called Human Clay. There you go. Little fact, oh, little factoid. Lots of clay. It's all connected. Uh, <laughs> it's, all the, it's all the same band. What if you found out it's just one dude? It wouldn't shock me that much, truly. Yeah. I mean, just it's, they, everybody just lip synced over it. Just different blonde wigs that he puts on. Yeah. At different lengths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real Chad Kruger kind of thing. Oh. Uh, all right. I'm going to talk to you about how to how to beat this summer heat. Sorry, South, Southern Hemisphere. I feel real bad because I was listening to, I think it was the No Sleep podcast recently, and they made a reference to something summer. I believe it was like the uh, the solstice that came around, and and they were like, "Oh, sorry, Southern Hemisphere," or you know, Cummings in his little voice said mm-hmm. it like that. But uh, dude, y'all get the absolute stick. Because it's like people just sort of talk about whatever they want, and then they're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, guys, under there, under under the." Weather. We're still not talking about you guys, but anyway, yeah. you're like, "Yeah, no, for real, every time." Uh, I do want to know since it's y'all's winter, like, what is that? What's that look like? How hot is it? How cold is it? I think it gets. Tell me. I think it gets pretty cold. I there was something very interesting that was shared. I want to say in the coven about how like a lot. I don't recall if it was exactly like the insulation or what, but like the houses in Australia actually get pretty cold on the inside. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, they it like winters. Yeah, they they're pretty. It's pretty chilly in winter time. There's a. Uh, I want to go skiing in New Zealand. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I know it's a real. I know it's a real specific want. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I just. Uh, you know, you said that you. I forget. God damn, you'll have to remind me. I forget exactly what you said it about. But you know, sometimes when you're just sort of daydreaming about something, you know, when you put on those shows about super fancy houses or whatever, and there's a part of you that's just like, mm, you know, wouldn't that be nice? I was just sort of had some shit on in the background about a couple of different, like, the nicest skiing lodges in New Zealand. <laughs> okay, and now it's just, it's warmed its way. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, I, I need to do this. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about using herbs and crystals to cool down for the summer. Cool for the summer. You know that song? I do. Kiss one another. Don't tell your mother. Die for each other. Nice. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Hot. <laughs> uh, I think uh, also I, I have a little ritual that I've I've uh, I've got two rituals r- rituals actual uh, kind of a, a more serious one and then a fun one that's just like making a popsicle. So okay, stay tuned for that popsicle resp. But first of all, I want to talk to you about beating the heat with some herbs. Okay. <laughs> I sound like Beetlejuice. I felt very Beetlejuice. It was a little bit. We come for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, we come for Nice fucking model. Nice fucking model. Wop, wop. <laughs> I thought that part was so scandalous when I was a kid. I wasn't even aware of it because we had one, like our copy of Beetlejuice was a VHS tape that we recorded on a particularly stormy <laughs> night back when you would do that, you know? And so like. Yeah. It was one very edited because it showed on Comedy Central. It was uh-huh. back when they had the old logo, which was like the world with the tall buildings on it. You remember that one? Oh, wow. And, yeah. yeah, it was way, way back. And so because it was raining, it would get like kind of pixely and be like, <laughs> every now and again. And it had like the like all of the cuts. Like I still remember like when she's like, and they want us out of here. That was a cut. Boom. And then it would just like yeah. lazily come back on because we had like, oh, it's back on and like re-hit the it's record back. button because you really had to struggle back then. And so that Jesus. was our copy of Beetlejuice my whole childhood and I was not even aware of the nice fucking model bit until like I was a grown up (laughs) Uh, isn't it strange how shit like that just like burns itself into your Mm -hmm. brain there's um I think I've god I'm getting to the age where I tell the same story over and over but okay back me up here Mace it's kind of hard on when you start recording a podcast to remember every story you've told over five years over five years, so I'm sorry. Listen, I'm not just having a senior moment, but I had a boyfriend in high school make me a mixtape. A mixtape, well, a CD. Uh, we were, you know, we were pretty uh, advanced at that point. <laughs> but he made me a, a CD of all my favorite songs that just like goofy, you know, whatever. But I listened to it a lot. And it had, because my favorite songs were on it. And to this day, sometimes when a song plays that was on that CD, my brain boom immediately kicks in with the next song like oh I'll yeah start singing totally get that the song that was after that mm-hmm. and and it like every single time it's not that song i kind of have to like jar myself and be like oh wait hold mm-hmm. on and that was i don't know 43 years ago <laughs> <laughs> uh okay let's talk about i want to talk about some uh various herbs and plants and uh cucumber okay <laughs> that'll That'll cool you. I couldn't think of what to call it. A food? A plant? A vegetable? 
uh, that have cooling properties that we can utilize during this hot ass time. Because if you're anything like me, you're hot and it's sweaty and your butt cheeks are kind of like wet all the time. Mm. And like uh, maybe you have one window unit to cool your whole house down. And maybe you don't even have that. And I should be grateful. Mm. Okay. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about, first of all, can you guess what it, it's peppermint? It's very cooling. Mm-hmm. So do you know why it's cooling? No, tell me why. Peppermint has a cooling effect due to its high menthol. Oh, that content. makes sense. You ever smoked a menthol cigarette? I, no, haven't. I haven't. <laughs> Brother, those menthol cigarettes came in and, and really took me by force. I remember. I remember the era of the NXT. Oh, Boy, was that a thing. I remember the first time I had one of those and I was like, it tastes like a thin mint cookie. It absolutely did not. But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so menthol provides that refreshing sensation and it can help cool your body down. Here's one of my hot tips. Hot tips. Okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Do you ever (laughs) do you ever do that thing where you're trying to go to sleep and your feet just feel hot and it's hard to sleep no i don't know what literally that is. never because my feet always feel That's like they're true. dead yeah okay well y'all chime off chime off chime in over on the facebook page if you ever get the uh, the hot feet uh as i have heard them referred to before and it's hard to sleep i used to especially like as a kid but i will still get them to this day one of my favorite things is keeping a little bit of peppermint Keep a EO bottle by the bed of peppermint and of lavender, because those are the ones that I like by my bed. But a little bit of peppermint by the bed, put like a drop or two into some lotion, smear that lotion on your feet. Or if you're smart, put it like in a spray bottle with mm. just some water or something. And spray your spray your dogs. Spray your dogs, dude. Mm. You'll be asleep in no time. Because like, that's the worst feeling. Like, why are my feet so hot? But anyway, uh, this is, y'all know it. Peppermint. It's cooling. But listen, <laughs> similar to peppermint. Spearmint mm. also contains menthol. I gotta say, if I'm choosing flavor-wise between spearmint and peppermint, it's spearmint every time. I was just about to ask you that. Me too. I am a spearmint Absolutely. bitch till I die. Like, you know the, uh, the white lifesaver mint? Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah. I will eat the spearmint ones until my tongue is sliced is and that? bleeding. But the peppermint ones, bro, I don't even want to look at them. Uh, same. Same, but when it comes to essential oils, I much prefer peppermint. Uh, but what is that? What is the taste difference? I have no I need idea. somebody with like a more evolved palate than... than... Anyway, I feel like uh, spearmint is generally sweeter and less spicy in the sense of that like that that burning coolness. You, you know, yeah, like it's yeah, a bit dialed back, a little sweeter. Well, that would make sense because spearmint, uh, while it does have the menthol content, it does have a, when we're talking about like, it has a milder, milder flavor, um, but still has the refreshing and cooling effect. So if peppermint's like a little too rough for you, give spearmint a shot. Uh, next up on the list, one of my favorites, dude, lemon balm. Uh. Lemon balm is gentle. It's got this delicious lemony scent. Uh, it has the calming properties, which can help soothe you in times of heat or stress. Now, it's not necessarily that it has any kind of menthol in it to bring your temperature down. However, you know when you're hot, you know when you're just so hot and you're, you're just mad about it 
and you're, you know you're not helping the situation, sitting there being all like angry and sweaty, it can help cool you down by soothing you a little bit and kind of helping bring that. Because like, it's a cyclical thing. It's hot and then you're mad. Oh, hot, and it feels hot and bothered is a real thing. Like, hot and bothered? Real. For, I hate it. Sure. Like, I I don't... So, generally, I will be cold and bothered to where I am mm. cold and upset about it. And it does make it worse because you lock yeah. up. And you, you lock up and you don't open up and just let yourself circulate normally. And so, and I mean, it's also, the same deal, kind of, just different it's, stimulus. Yeah, no, same thing. But, like, and, and also there's that fixation element. Yes. Where you're just, like, thinking about it and thinking about it. And yeah. all you can think. It's kind of like when you have to pee or when you're hungry. <sighs> It's sort of like thinking about it does you no favors. Yes. But there's no way to take your mind off of it because it's just such an aggressive feeling. Mm. Um, next up, and kind of in the same vein of Lemon Bomb, we have chamomile. So chamomile, also renowned for its soothing properties and promoting that restful sleep. It's not inherently cooling, but it will bring a sense of coolness and relaxation. Hibiscus um, is... I, I didn't really put it together until I was doing the research for this. I didn't realize how like ubiquitous hibiscus was in the summer. I, um, I think of it in iced tea. Iced, yeah, exactly. It just seems so. And they're summer. blooming. Yeah, they're blooming. And they in bloom summer. in the summer, and they grow in hot places. And something I did not know about hibiscus: it does not have a direct coolant such as that menthol. However, hibiscus does promote perspiration which then allows you to cool your body down naturally. So that's, you know, possibly a, a sick-ass little tie. So it might make you sweat I, a little. Yeah, make you sweat a little bit, which, as we know, is good. Like, you're, if you're already sweating, sure. But, like, it can help uh, bring the press, press perspiration. What is that called? Diaphoretic? I believe it's diaphoretic. Um, Opens the pores so you can yeah, cause make sweat. Diuretic makes you sweat. Diuretic is makes you piss. Yes. Um, diaphoretic. Anyway, uh, next up on the list makes its way onto basically every list. We got lavender for sure. its calming and soothing aroma, and it is <clears throat> also linked to that stress relief and cooling you down and giving you a sense of just tranquility. Uh, hand in hand, it comes kicking the door in with rose which is really good in tea infusions. It can help reduce uh, your body heat. Uh, because of its ability to, um, I, I don't know how to say this. I couldn't find anything that gave me a more sciencey way. But you know how rose, if you have really inflamed skin, rose is going to help to kind of like anti-inflame that. Mm. It can kind of do the same thing from the inside out oh. um, to like kind of calm down any kind of puffy hotness that you've got going on. Uh, it's also just an addition, uh, a great addition to summer beverages, especially if you're using it with like your hibiscus mm. or your lavender. It's Keep delicious. this in mind for later. Oh yeah. And lastly, it's not an herb, <laughs> but we can't we can't overlook cucumber. Yeah, My it's God. a melon. It, dude, I guess you've said this to me recently. Is that true? I'm pretty sure they're melons. Yeah. That's so weird to me. Ow. Why is it shaped like a dick? Why is it shaped like that if it's if it's a melon? Well, I don't think... Why I'll... is it shaped like a cucumber? I mean, like a zucchini. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. But, I mean, they grow... They grow like... They grow... I'm growing both cukes and watermelons at the same time. And they, they're they both thriving. And they're the same huh. conditions. Wow. Well, wow. Well, 
Have you had any cukes out of the garden? Oh, so many. I ate one before yeah. we recorded. I have turned them into so many things. I made cucumber pasta sauce. I've made so many different That's right. things. Like, I've had to get very creative with the abundance. Have you ever... Have you mashed any up for some skincare yet? I that's like the one. Oh wait, no, I did. I did. I blended one up one night, and I had mm. some hyaluronic acid concentrate and oh, like some other stuff. Yeah. And I like mixed it all together and made like a good long little mask out of it. It was oh sweet. Slather it all over your body. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so cucumber can help cool us down because it's got such a high water content. Uh, it's super hydrating to the body, which of course refreshes us. And we can also enjoy it in cold foods. So many people are looking for things to cook that you don't have to turn your oven on for. You mean you just use the bur- you just use the range? Or no, you just like uh, like salads. You know, oh, or, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like no cook kind of cool got options. It. And cucumber is great in those. So we've got salads. You can make beverages out of them. Again, uh, the skincare products uh, bro cutting up some cucumbers and cutting up some tomatoes and cutting up some fucking onion and feta cheese and putting like an italian dressing and like some balsamic vinegar in there Mm. is Mm -hmm. so devastatingly good like it is so we've had a lot of that yeah yeah uh miss me with the with the tomato but everything else Mm. i'll take it please Mm. sub in like uh i don't know what can you sub in for tomato chocolate Gross. (laughs) Okay, so outside of the herbs that you can use for cooling, and we will get to, like like I said, I got a little recipe for you later, but you can use these by either making a tea out of them, maybe putting them in a bath, um, perhaps taking like a cool bath, not a cold bath, but you know, like a a refreshing bath, Mm -hmm. or making uh, sprays like Macy's mom. Uh, when we do the, the ah, beach trips, yeah. she's always got the, the uh, sprays with lavender, and they're so nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and good for your skin, too, especially if you're getting some uh, sun. Yeah. But next up, I want to talk to you about something. We're going to go a little more woo here. I'm going to talk to you crystals for cooling. Okay. Okay. So the first one. Blue Lace Agate. Sweet. It's known for its soothing and calming energy. The gentle blue color resembles... Tranquil ocean waters. Uh, But it does. It kind of brings that sense of coolness, relaxation, like the beach. Also, a magical use for blue lace agate is pulling the emotions down, like kind of cooling a a hot reaction to something or anything that you're just uptight and stressed and hot about. Sure. It can help bring that down. Aquamarine. Again, associated with the element of water. We're going to see a water theme here, dogs. Uh, evokes feelings of serenity. It also brings that calm and emotional balance. Moonstone. I, I thought you were going to say that. I, 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 I figured <laughs> it, I didn't expect to need to, but yeah. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. In my head, I was just like, oh, she's going to say something about Moonstone. <laughs> Moonstone. Moonstone. <laughs> Moonstone. Huh? Uh, it's associated <laughs> moonstone uh, associated uh, uh, obviously with the moon, which has the calming and gentle vibes. Mm. What what did we used to say about vibes? Lunar vibes. Lunar vibes. Lunar vibes. Oh my Holy god! Shit. That was a long time ago. I still like it. I still I think we should make like a like a uh, like a soft enamel pin out of it. Oh or yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, Moonstone has helped to carry, uh, or I'm sorry, believed to carry a lot of the properties of the moon, balancing those emotions, promoting inner peace and tranquility, and also just being really tied to the water uh, can help you cool down. Amazonite, which I will never say correctly. Have we never talked about Moonstone? I just looked it up, and I don't Are think you we've, serious. I, we've never talked about Moonstone. That can't be true. I guess it is. Wow. Wow. No, I mean I don't not believe you. Yeah. I believe you, but like that's insanity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I smell a topic. I do too, up. man. Or opalite. <laughs> God, what have we been doing for five years? No way, we've not talked about opalite. I. <sighs> No, wait. Moonstone was episode 87. Okay, then my Spotify must just be shitting itself right now. How do you spell opalite? Uh, opalite? O-P-A-L-I-T-E, I guess. Uh, let's see, we've done opal and copal, but no, no opalite. All right, there you go then. I'm looking at the uh, the hosting. That's the better idea. It's, it's uh, not as... it's Spotify should do it. I'll say that. Uh, let's see. Selenite, translucent, shimmering, resembling ice. Um, I, I also wanted to put here, I won't say where I, I got this from, but in doing my research, I did some, I did see someone refer to selenite as, uh, it looks like ice or frozen water. Okay. That's, <laughs> you know what? That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, selenite can be very purifying and cleansing and cooling and refreshing. I love thinking of selenite um, as ice. Uh, and I have used selenite in the place of ice before when I was doing some like you need to chill the hell out type type work. Uh, blue chalcedony. Uh, don't come at me. I'll never learn I think it. It's, it's been five what years. What was it? Chalcedony? I think chalcedony. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got it now. I'll never forget it again. <laughs> Similar to all the other blue crystals that I'm adding in, uh, but also uh, tied to water, bringing down those heated emotions. Clear quartz, again, with that ice yeah. kind of working. And with that. doesn't I, quartz just run cold or something? Uh, yeah, shit? yeah. Quartz, amethyst, all the different types of quartz. They are... Um, I, I once... I, I worked at a outdoor event when I was doing massage therapy and I was right next to this guy's tent. Um, and I'll, I'll remember this dude because he was selling all kinds of crystals and gems and stones and stuff. And this was kind of before I was really into it, but I still was like, Oh, this is pretty. And I picked up a big hunk of quartz and he was like, yeah. And I, I forget the exact, uh, like how to, how this, how this works. So I'm sorry. But he was like, yeah, that's also called crystallose. And like lice? Crystal ice is sort of what it sounds like. But it's, oh. I believe it's German. See, that's what I mean when I say I don't really remember the, the details on it. This is just kind of secondhand what I got from him. He's like, it's also, and I've never seen that really anywhere. But he was like, it's also referred to as like crystallose. Uh, because it is always cold when you touch it. Uh, and that's a very practical use okay. for these stones is to, is to, I have definitely picked up a big chunky piece of, uh, like rose quartz I have right here by my desk. Uh, and actually, Hey, I got, I got smoky quartz too. And they're cold right now yeah. in my hot ass apartment. Yeah. So. I've, I've soothed, I get really, uh, puffy eyes and I've soothed yeah. my eyes with my amethyst gua sha many yeah. a time. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of let it sit there mm -hmm. for a minute. 
cool out. Uh, but I also love the idea of, well, let, let me, okay, hold on. This guy, his name was Doc Pock, I believe. I and um, he gave me and my friend, he gave us that crystal house, that quartz, that I, I didn't know it was quartz at the time. <laughs> he gave us that. And uh, he also gave me what I now remember to be a chunk of, uh, um, I'm, I'm staring at some of it right now and I can't remember the, it's my favorite type of stone, green, poisonous when wet. Malachite. Malachite, Jesus Christ. There was a, a Malachite necklace that I was looking at uh, over the course of the three days that this event took place. And I was just like, oh, God, I love this. I love this. And I, I couldn't make it to the like uh, third or fourth day uh, because they, they were like kept me at, at the actual job site. But my friend did go and he gave her that necklace to give to me. Go. Because uh, it, it didn't sell. And for years and years now, I've been like, I'm going to find that dude and I'm going to pay him back for this necklace. I'm going to shake his I, hand. I still fully plan on doing it. And I, I, uh, I think it, I that hope. they gave it to you because they wanted to give it to you. That's true. And you don't have to I, I'd, I'd at least like to write him and say, hey, thanks. But uh, I wonder if he's still doing his thing. I should I should Google him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if anyone knows Doc Pock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I like the idea of just talking about the clear quartz. Oh, and then obviously Amethyst is on the list as well, being a type of quartz and being very soothing, kind of like the lavender. But I like the idea of making a a cold jar, not necessarily like a freezer spell that you're trying to put somebody you know, trying to work on somebody with, but just a, a jar to cool down, whether that be for your emotions or a physically cold jar. And you can put some, you know, quartz in it, put some selenite in it, mm. put some of these blue stones in it, maybe some blue. Uh, what are some herbs that keep their color when they're dry? Like lavender kind of stays purpley. Rose keeps the color. Calendula. Uh, what about the blue? Does like pea flower? Or, but yeah, uh, no, butterfly pea flower. It yeah. stays blue. It stays really corn blue. flower. Corn I flower believe. does stay blue. It's and and it's like fucking uh, gentleman's butthole. Yeah, gentleman's butthole. Yeah. Wow, wow. Look at us. We've been here for a minute, man. I know we're throwing uh, back the old ones today. <laughs> uh, yeah, but just to have you know, maybe you could put some fake snow in there. I don't know. Maybe you could also do this as a part of like a little bit of Scotty, you know, veneration. Uh, tying it together. Talk about a lot of cold shit, I realize. I'm hot. <laughs> so, I want to move on. I have a ritual for you to connect with the cooling aspect of the element of water. You will need a bowl of cold water. Cool. A small, clean towel. A blue candle. And a lighter. I would also like you to bring some of these. These are optional, but if you have them, that's cool. Uh, seashells, blue stones, water-related items or decorations, any of the stones or herbs we talked about earlier. Okay, so first thing we're going to do, we're going to set up our ritual area. Okay, we're going to place the bowl, bleh, the bowl of cold water in the center of our ritual area. Arrange your little optional items that we talked about around the bowl and just create your visually pleasing space because, and I don't mean like make it aesthetic for Instagram. I just mean it's it's respectful. You know what I mean? There are some people who, when I give offering, I think of that offering as a gift mm-hmm. and I want that gift to look nice. Uh, Macy, you're big on making gifts look. Macy's like the queen of wrapping gifts. I don't know if we've ever I talked about this. I love 
packaging gift. Even if it's just like, oh, you need some whatever, I'll lend you some. I'm going to package it up. Now, I can't help it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially if we're talking like Christmas presents oh. or like a birthday present, like you really it goes for kind it. of torturous, but I I, I can't help myself. <laughs> I can imagine as somebody who can barely wrap a perfectly square present, and then I just write in marker like "sorry" on it. Um, <laughs> I I really respect it, but it, there's that it's it's that extra step of like love and and care, and for me, if I'm gonna be doing work and inviting somebody or something in i want it to look nice i want this to you know even if it's just for the element of water which i don't know if i think of as like a sentient being necessarily i mean i'm sure there are aspects that i kind of think of or i I don't know we won't get into that but the thing is i just want to be respectful and i think making a very nice looking space is respectful uh, but light your blue candle and place it near the bowl. If you want to get really fancy, you could get some of those floating candles and get a blue one and plop it. Plop those it are so cool. I love those. Dude, in high school, me and my friend came up with the best, like, sweet 16 birthday party mm, for her. Mm. And she had a pool. And we were going to fill that pool with those candles. Nice. Those floating candles. And I thought it was the cool. Of course, it never happened because we were 16 and we planned a party that was going to be i don't know several thousand dollars <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> but like that's all i i fucking hyper fixate fixated on those candles i could not wait to party with those candles <laughs> really uh really uh, if it was liner just get melt the liner or if it's concrete yeah. just use that wick soot to really just stain oh, that yeah. concrete when they floated a and, little too and, close and, to and the I, edge which they would i would do. immediately walk away after the party and like somebody's mom would have to scoop that shit from the bottom oh my god Wax i would immediately everywhere. not care yeah uh. <laughs> okay so you set your space up it's pretty you lit your blue candle uh Go ahead and take this moment to take a few deep breaths, center yourselves, visualize, you know, the tension melting away. If you can't visualize, what do you do for that? I guess you just sort of state it, maybe state your intention. Uh, Ground yourself in the way that feels best to you. Have an invocation for you. Hold your hands over the bowl of water, close your eyes, take a moment to connect with the element of water and its cooling energy. Again, whatever that means to you. Think or speak your intention. I invoke the cooling and soothing power of water. Mm. May it bring me calmness, relief, refreshment. And, you know, feel free to say whatever you want, but I liked that. Refreshment. Refreshment. Dude, when I was a kid, I keep getting sidetracked, I don't give a shit. When I was a kid, I got so pumped by the word refreshments. When somebody was like, there'll be refreshments. Yeah. I was like, fuck. It's a fun word. Yeah. Refreshments? It makes it sound like there's a party. Yeah, exactly. It felt like a little party. And you know what? Still to this day when someone says refreshments, it makes me think of that punch. I think some people call it wedding punch, but it's basically sorbet uh, and and Sprite. I love it so much. I love watching it get made and you pour the soda on the sherbet and it's so foamy and delicious. Yeah. Uh. Dude. What kind of sherbet are you using for that? Okay, that's a really tough question. I was just thinking uh-huh. about that and I was on ranking. You know, first of all, yeah. I gotta say, orange is going at the bottom of the list immediately. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because it's a. I, I do think it's. I'm pink. I think it's the most used. 
I'm, I think I'm, I'm a green bit. I see. I go back and forth. That was the big question yeah. was between it and green, but I'm really going with yeah. strawberry sherbet generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll but the green slaps. Yeah. Slaps so hard, dude. Uh, <laughs> okay, so after you have enchanted your bowl of cool water, I want you to dip that clean towel into the bowl of water. Let it absorb all the coolness, all the refreshing properties. Gently wring out the excess, uh, leaving it a little damp. And hold it against your forehead like you are a sick Victorian child. Yeah. Uh, and any area of your body that might feel warm and heated. So around your neck, you can dab it, you know, I don't know, under the tits if you feel like it. Yeah. Close your eyes and really visualize this cooling energy of the water from that bowl kind of absorbing into your body and soothing you and refreshing you. And then when you are still holding that cool towel against your set, your skin, I want you to repeat a cooling affirmation. As the water cools and refreshes, so too does my body and spirit. Mm. Okay. Uh, and then always uh, provide a little gratitude. Um, you know, right there at the end. You can do this however you feel like you want to. Uh, and then just take a moment to kind of sit and appreciate the sense of coolness and calmness. Thank the water. Thank the element, however you envision them, that element being there with you. Uh, put out your blue candle, you know, obviously be safe. Uh, and that is the little cooling ritual that you can do. And mm. this this is not just in moments of hot weather. Of course, it's going to feel good <laughs> if it's hot. Uh, but it's also in times of high stress or maybe you're super angry. Maybe you're dealing with something that just makes you hot. Uh, but it can also be just a nice way to do a little bit of self ca- self-care, cool down from the hot uh the temperatures and to tune into that gratitude that is so important to tune into. And if you want to just have some fun, I have a magical popsicle here for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, here we go. So I want you to grab any combination of this that you feel, but listen, if you want to do all of it, that's cool. Get you some peppermint leaves, get you some chamomile flower, get you some hibiscus petals. Okay. Remember all of those were listed from before? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then I want you to get your choice of fresh fruit. We're talking watermelon. We're Mm. talking strawberries. We're talking citrus fruits. And splurge a little bit. Get yourself a popsicle mold. Yeah. If you don't have a popsicle mold, use your ice cube tray. You can do that trick where you put saran wrap over it and then you poke like a uh, toothpick into it. Yeah, you little babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it would be helpful if you had a, a blender or a food processor so you could work these fruits in there. But listen, if you're desperate, just squeeze the strawberry really hard. And get it get it mashed Mash up. Mash it with your fingers. <laughs> if you uh, want it a little sweeter, or perhaps uh, maybe you aren't using a fresh fruit, maybe you're making a purely herbal popsicle, uh, just with that hibiscus like tea or whatever you're making, then feel free to add in a sweetener of your choice. We're talking honey agave syrup anything syrupy is going to work better than a powdered sugar because of the liquid nature so find yourself a little quiet time of the day to do this put on some i don't know jimmy buffett put on some like cooling music that could be like some beach time music some summer tunes you could play watermelon sugar on loop um yeah you could play cool for the summer on loop okay yeah whatever uh, just over and over and over again. We're cool for the summer. Gather your ingredients. Stupid. Uh, and light a candle. 
you know, preferably we're talking uh, like a, a white candle or a blue candle. Maybe shit, it's the same candle that you infused with all that water goodness from the slightly more serious ritual above. Uh, take a moment to center your intentions. I want you to hold your hands over your ingredients and visualize cooling, soothingness. You can even tell them like, yo, these herbs here, I'm infusing you with the power of coolness and refreshment. Cute. You know, uh, or you could do it the old school witch way where you, you pinch you pinch some of this peppermint, you throw it in the bowl and you're like, peppermint for 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 cooling, for relief from the heat. You know, like witches. Okay. Yeah, like gonna, old school, yeah. like uh, like st- like the movie witch. Yeah, like the cartoon witches, yeah. you know, you really give it a, its job. Mm-hmm. Um, which even as a kid, I thought that that was like useful, useless uh uh, exposition, but like now I'm like, no, it, it really is like that. You really do tell them that. Yeah, I remember thinking it was super cool, and I just oh. I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to be doing it. I wanted, I wanted to do it, but I was scared I was going to go to hell for a long time, <laughs> <laughs> so I did it. <laughs> oh, <too> real. <laughs> All right, so I want you to place a handful of your peppermint leaves, your chamomile, and your hibiscus into. Uh, some type of heat-resistant container, um, a pan. Boil it in a little bit of water. Kind of make a tea. Allow this to steep for about five to ten minutes, question mark. Just allow their cooling properties to leach out of it and into the water. Then strain the liquid. I would keep those herbs for something else. What? I don't know. But I'm a little bit of a magic hoarder, so keep it. Uh, and while this is cooling down, you can probably put your liquid sugar in if you're using any at this point, but while it's cooling down, chop up them fruits, you know, do any seeds, take out the seeds and stems, if you will, Mm -hmm. and, uh, blend it up if you'd like to, then you're going to just mix these two things. You're going to mix your fruit and your liquid base, uh, blend it a little bit more if you want to or not. I don't give a shit. Put it into your molds, and you can at this point then again say, give it, give it a little affirmation, say something to it. You can go again, go the old school which way, or you can be like Gandalfy and be by the power of herb and fruit, mm. I create a cooling treat. Cute, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love the word treat. I do. We all deserve a treat. A treat. Uh, and then you're going to freeze it, you know, and, and over the next however long you're freezing it for, a couple of hours, you know, make sure it gets nice and frozen. You know when a candle spell, when you light your candle, and then every time you pass that candle or the flame catches your eye, you kind of give it another shot of your intention? Sure. You kind of think about it. Do the same thing, but with your freezer. If you're passing your freezer or if you hear, like, the ice maker kick on or for some reason your freezer sort of catches your attention or enters your thoughts, shoot another lightning bolt of, like, cool cooling energy into it, into Mm. those popsicles. And then when it's done, make a little ritual out of enjoying your popsicle. I don't give a shit how you do it. Get wet and sloppy with it. Go outside. Go outside in some, in some, in some uh, clothes that you don't care about. Maybe like time it to like when the sprinklers are going off or put on a, or go to the pool, go to your apartment's pool. If you have one, 
uh, it just get gross. Put Eat on like a popsicle. tight little white t-shirt yeah. and just let it drip down your fingers and face oh, yeah. stain in the oh, t-shirt yeah. as you just slurp down that ice popsicle. Maybe somebody mm. will give you some money. Maybe they I fucking mean. might. Maybe they'll be like, <laughs> shit, what's your fucking OF name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, listen, and if you got one, what a great way to advertise. Throw you know? it out there. Yeah. I mean, listen, you can steal this idea. You put this on your OF. Yeah. All right. This yeah. Great. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you can you can just kind of take a moment and just it, not just slurp a popsicle down, but really do it with purpose and be like, you know, I'm I'm consuming this. This was intended and filled with all this cooling goodness. And it's bringing me a sense of calm and chilliness and uh just enjoy it have a good time mm. you know remember to think be thankful uh and modify all these little spells and rituals and whatever however you want to do it and stay cool out there stay safe we're getting to like dangerous levels yeah i this year for me has been better than last year because last year we had a hundred straight days or no we had uh like 45 straight days over a hundred degrees yeah. And this year, it's more the humidity, like the heat index is in the hundreds, but it's like the temperatures really haven't broken 100. So like, I've found it easier this summer than last summer, but it is wet and sticky. So that's the trade off. It's like, it's not quite as like, yeah. like the ground isn't brown and scorched like it was by this time last year, like everything's still green and happy, but it is it's raining. A lot. It's like a mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a hot. The whole the world mouth. is a mouth. mouth of Sauron. Yeah. yeah, yes, it is. Big wet mouth of Sauron. Uh, yeah, bro, we got that El Nino on. I, I, I'll take. I mean, really, I'll take this over over the dryness. Um, we got we did rain this morning for like five fucking hours. It's crazy. Yeah, and your internet shat the bed because of it, it did because it, the wind <laughs> gave my house the side eye for one second and everything yeah. went to shit. Shit! Uh, somebody build a cell tower or something out 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 this way. Somebody help us. That's not gonna make the power stay on. Oh, not the power. Oh, I thought it was your internet. No, my whole fucking house went down. Oh, dude, get a gen. Get yourself. Uh, we a need big, to get a little Jenny. Like- I know it. End of days generator. Like at this point, we just need one for basic operations to keep our food from spoiling. <laughs> Dude, I know I talked about it already. I just, I, I need to again tell you what a pain in the ass it is to throw every single thing in your yeah. fridge away. Yeah. God. It's almost, I'm... it's almost like when you have 55 fucking catfish die and you gotta <laughs> throw them to the vultures. It's only cosmically funny. Yeah, Sorry. I know. But still. <laughs> oh, by the way, update. Wetley has not yet murdered any ghost fish. It's, ghost shrimp. It's because you knew what you were fucking talking about. I did. We we talked about this mostly. Was this on a live or on an episode? I don't remember. I believe it was a Patreon. Uh, a bonus, bonus episode, episode. But I, you know what? I knew you were going to be right. It's a lesson in sticking <laughs> to your guns. And I'm glad Dude. that Wetley has helped prove you correct. I, I sweated. I sweated, though. I mean, I sat there and I watched Wetley with eagle eyes. And I was like, if you fucking murk me, <laughs> fucking shrunk, I will never forgive you. <laughs> uh, All right. Mm. Let me. Can I talk about, for one second, can I talk about how beautiful my goddamn fish is? Can I just brag on my Go fish? Go ahead. Again? 
Okay, God, he's so pretty. Okay, listen. So I recently moved him into this much better tank that I put together. I've talked about it too much. Put a picture of it on Facebook. Listen, it's great. It's got tannins. It's got wood. It's got live plants. It's got little scrimps. He loves it. It's great. He's looking so healthy. He's looking so healthy. Mm. And one thing that betas do when they look healthy is their color comes in real good, right? And you're thinking, Charlie, isn't Wetley a sweet-ass goth beta? And I'm like, yeah, he is sweet-ass goth. But you know what he also is? He's like a raven, all right? I was wondering if he was going to get, like, the iridescent thing going. He's so pretty. I will marvel at him sometimes because he's so – it's such a deep black color that he is. But when the light hits him, you get those flashes of red, blue, and green, and they're beautiful. But then, you know what he does? If he gets backlit at night, I'm laying in bed, and I just watch him because I love him so much. He's just tooting around his little tank. He gets backlit, and you don't see any other color but red. You see the black outline of his body, but the red comes through. Oh, that's cool. So he gets, like, backlit, and he gets this, and I'm talking blood vampire blood red aura to him, and he just glows. And he's the sickest motherfucker in the world fight me i love him i i love him so much okay all right that's it sweet listen i'm gonna <laughs> talk to you about creedite i forgot that was the name my sacrifice you remember that one i don't know if i do what oh man do you uh do you know the the lead singer's name what is it scott Stop. Stop? S-T-A-P-P. Stop. Stop. (laughs) Uh, And they're from Tallahassee, Florida, but that should surprise you zero. Tallahassee, huh? Interesting. Uh Oh, yeah. I, um, I can't feel, I can't think of any other other than higher and, uh, the one that you said. What is the other one that Can you, you take like? I have. I remember that one. They, they, those are the only two that I can remember right now. Even though I know there's a bunch more because, like, I remember uh, Creed being all over the place. I think you would remember my sacrifice. I think that was a user error on my part. Uh, that you would. I'm not. I'm not surprised that you did not recognize that. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know that one? I can't hear a single bit of it, but I, um, you, that melody you just did is actually deeply uh-huh. familiar to me. And I think I know exactly the one that you're talking about. My sacrifice. I'll send yeah. it to you. I think I, I know. I, I do think I know now. So actually, thank you. You're not going to get out of it. I will be sending it to you. Yeah. Which, can we just talk about how we listened to Moneymaker yesterday? I had a good time listening to Moneymaker yesterday. Yeah. yeah. You got to have a good time when you're listening. I mean, there's literally nothing else to do. Swimming lessons on the penis. <laughs> good God. Listen, shut up. I'm going to okay, talk okay. to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I told you. I told you. I'm jazz. Okay. Listen, I'm talking to you about Creedite. Are you ready? Why is it called that? Let's talk about it. It was... Found and noted in 1916 by someone named Esper S. Larson. I like the name Esper. I think it's cool. Uh, in Colorado. So this was in the Colorado Floor Spar Company Mine. 
So we're going to talk about floor spar because there's a lot of fluorite involved here. But this was in Wagon Wheel Gap in Creed Whoa. Triangle. So the 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 Creed oh Quadrangle in Mineral County, Colorado. So the specific areas where it was found in Creed count or Creed Quadrangle, whatever that fucking is, in Mineral County, County, Colorado, and therefore Creedite and Creedite is generally going to show up around it like fluorite or uh like uh, or or iron ore deposits uh and there's a there's a reason there's a reason for this because it usually forms from the oxidation of fluorite uh deposits fluorite ore deposits i kept saying fluorite ore and i kept looking up what the hell that is but i couldn't find clarification and it would just be used interchangeably so I don't really know what to tell you with that. Um, but yeah, fluorite is, it's all, it grows around fluorite and it's from the oxidation of fluorite and it springs okay. up around it. It's rare though. There's not, it's, it's, it's not super duper common. And generally you're going to find credite in raw form. So it's not going to be cut and faceted generally in like a pretty setting. Uh, and that's okay because the raw form is pretty fucking sweet, in my opinion. And I'm going to Google it. It's covered in a bunch of small crystals as well as sometimes with some like prism type points that stick out. Uh. And it reminds me of two different things. Very distinct. Very different. The pointy, like, cool ones with all, like, the prisms and, like, the wands, like, points that stick out. That yeah. reminds me. So I don't know if you can recall. Or if you were as nerdy of a kid as I was. But in the aughts, like at big box stores, you could get like, and it came in a big black box. And it was a crystal growing kit. And on the cover of yes. this box, there was like eight different oh, yeah. crazy awesome looking crystals that were like blue and turquoise and purple and orange. And they were like crazy perfect. You know, they never turned out like that. Period. <laughs> but I feel like some of like the this was perfect for that box like how they look in the the yeah. really like spread out kind of formation but the yeah. second thing that it reminds me of is a fucking sweet ass chicken tendy and not all of them uh, not all of them look like it but the ones that do dead ass are yeah. a crispy yeah. perfect yeah. nug or, or tendy and they just have you ever ugh. seen the picture that's all the golden retriever puppies yes and they just look but like fried it chicken like, it looks like fried. that's kind of what this the, it's the same vibe yeah yeah you find yeah. some that it's like it's heinous how much it looks like a breaded chicken tender <laughs> like it's even white on the inside um it's amazing like it i want one of the chicken tender ones really bad <laughs> so what magic could you do with that uh chicken dude you could do magic. all sorts of magic with the power of the tendy i feel Oof. like Oh, Fuck, dude. And dude, I really want some tendies and, and ketchup right now. I would okay. eat a basket of chicken tendies so quick. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> so anyway, those those are kind of what that's what I think of. So for the low pro varieties that don't have all the sharp little pointies, you do kind of get it's more than druzy. So it's got actual little like crystals on it, but they're shorter. They're like a. I don't know, the equivalent of like a lower pile carpet, I guess oh. you can say. And they're closer <laughs> to the to the actual structure itself. And but yeah, the amber kind of caramel colored ones get you that sweet, delicious fucking chicken strip. And speaking of the colors, 
Uh, you get some options here. There's transparent or colorless. Uh, there is like a rosy kind of purpley kind of mauve color that's really nice um and uh so it seems that some of the best specimens in the world are coming from mexico uh, so from chihuahua mexico is where you find these beautiful purple varieties as well as some of the only ones that have ever been able to be cut in like faceted gemstone settings in the world there's not many that have uh, as well as uh colors such as really beautiful orange shades coming out of Durango, Mexico. So Durango. You sure as hell might get in the Durango. <laughs> and along with Mexico, there's other uh locations of creedite in the States, uh such as in Colorado, of course, which is where it was got its name, uh Arizona, Nevada, California, but then outside of the states, you have Bolivia, Tajikistan, or Tajikistan, Kazakhstan. Uh, those are our other notable sources of it. So, generally, these guys you're going to have as like specimens in your collection. You're not going to wear them, and you're probably not hauling them around anywhere either. They only have a hardness of like 3.5 to 4. So oh. they're not super durable. Uh, not to mention they're pretty rare and they're kind of shaped difficultly. So like getting it set into a piece is difficult and they're just not super, they're just not super <coughs> durable. Uh, so it's just like, I, like I know, so my really long dangly pendants that I have, um, like I whack them on shit all the time. You know, like if I turn a corner too fast or if I stand up too fast, it slams the table. And thankfully, the makers that have sent them to me are very skilled because they never break and fall apart. But like this would break. It would break. And there is a uh, there's a reason for that. Uh, and it is because Creedite has perfect cleavage. <gasps> there it is. <laughs> And so basically that means it has a, a score of 100 for cleavage. What is that? A, that's a what does that mean? Score. It's got perfect cleavage. Great luscious cleavage. You just Ooh. oh, just want to get in there and wow. just want to cleave it, you know. <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, I get that that has something to do with it breaking, but like What's going on with that? Was perfect cleavage. What does this mean? And you know what it is, bitch. Basically, when it's dropped or broken, perfect cleavage means that it will have a smooth break. So where it drops and splits, it will be just a glassy, smooth edge all the way through the stone. It won't be rough and sharp and jagged, but like you could run your thumb over the break, you know, like the flat part where it's broken and it's smooth. Like it's still sharp. He bleeds a lot. Like, I know that he just cut himself, but, like, I just feel like he really bleeds a lot. And also, like, dude, be more careful. Like, you are a swordsmith. Like, what are you doing? Dumbass. Also, I love this. Aragorn just sassily stares. Dude, that raised, bemused eyebrow is so good. Well, and I think, is that when one of his velveteen scenes, when he's in like a velvet doublet and his hair is actually washed for once? Yeah, yeah. He looks clean. He looks like the elves gave him a bath. And what are you reading, Aragorn? What the fuck are you reading? Uh, Yeah, yeah. You see a woman 
You see your woman like never. Go be with her. What are you reading? Listen, he's got a long life. She's got a long life. I, you know, uh, she probably, uh, I mean, he might be mad that she made him get a bath. <laughs> <laughs> he's sulking. He is. He's sulking about it, but she doesn't like his natural seasonings. <laughs> Ew. Ugh. I think he's a dirty man, um, but Listen, we love him for it. Like, I feel like elves are naturally clean, right? I feel like that's part of the... Yeah, I don't even gag. feel like they create odor. But the thing is, Aragorn is, I believe, three-fourths elf. Like, he's he's a lot elf. He's at least half elf. And do you know how nasty you have to be to get his level of gunk being that high level of elf? I, I feel like it's really, I mean, he's he is the road. You know, like he is the wood. Um, He's he's the fungus. He's living that ranger lifestyle. And listen, Arwen has just got to, she's just got to deal with that. She's got to suck it up. He's got to deal with it. It's what you, it's what you want. You know, but I do see why she's like, you could also be king. You know, you could do that. Maybe take, babe wants this movie. (laughs) And not in the river whilst covered in blood. Please. Oh God! Yeah, I guess he does get a little bit of a of a splash on his on his wounds. Bits. <laughs> See, you're thinking wounds. All I'm thinking of is how sticky those bits must be. I, bro, it looks like you could drag a finger down him like a foggy window pane, and it would leave a streak. <laughs> like, like in Titanic when she slaps her hand. Yes, on the I just feel like the grime would do that. He's a dirty man. Gross. Oh. Uh, anyway, okay, yeah. So you don't want to drop your creedite; it'll break apart. It will break. It's just gonna break, and it will have perfect cleavage, but oh. it's gonna break. So you'll have a bunch of smooth, broken creedites mm. now. Mm. And so let's let's talk about the the structure here. And I wasn't gonna talk about this, but there wasn't really actually a lot about creedite. So I had to kind of pad this out with stuff that I normally would shy away from because it sounds technical <laughs> and intimidating, but I'm using it now. So here we go. Go along with me. And I'm using it now. I almost, because like we're getting into like geometry here. Okay. And let All me. Right. I'm tuning out. Let I'm me sorry. tell you something. Nothing breaks my brain worse than <laughs> geometry. Of all the maths, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. It's like, it's so specific that my brain can't get it and like to the fucking mode so like i was never like good at math like i was good at math i was fortunate enough to be decent at math we'll use that word decent at math whatever i had to work really hard to like get it though like it never came naturally to me like english did like that was like grammar and english i was like fucking bet this works for me but like math i had to like try hard and Still, though, I was able to pull, like, a decent grades. Like, a, like I was a fucking A-B student. I was one of those kids. I loved school. I you fucking were. eat yeah. and breathed yeah. and slept school. I loved it. And so, like, the only time that I did, like, fight tooth and nail to not get a C was geometry. And, <laughs> like, to the point, like, I was consistently making, like, 40s on tests, which was devastating to me. Like, complete because, like, for I was, like, really, like, why don't I get this? Like, what? Why don't I, what is wrong here? It was like, I did not fucking get it whatsoever. And so you can imagine when I saw the words Euclidean geometry today, (laughs) 
in terms with a monoclinic structure, I like grew a film over my eyes. Like like, to bring it back. Like my eyes turned into like the zombie eyes in the marshes. Like that's what I, that's what I became just dead. I I quit comprehending, but I tried my best to push through it. So here's, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about monoclinic crystal structures and uh-huh. what this means so are we ready all right i'm gonna suffer through this for and with it. you all let's go all righty so a monoclinic structure means that there are three axes axes i suppose and i'm gonna break this down of the crystal grid and they're all different lengths so when i read that i was like what what <clears throat> What uh, the fuck uh, is this? You know, and <laughs> <laughs> how do you make that? How do you make that noise? And so I, I've this is the best that I could understand it. Okay, we're gonna understand how this works for really no other reason other than I, it was a quest for me to be like I'm gonna get this. Okay, and so imagine you have a plus sign, a square regular ass plus sign. Okay, okay, and you lay it down flat on the table, so it's like it's flat. You look down and you see a plus sign on the table flat. And now imagine running through the center of the plus sign where they intersect is a vertical axis. So the two flat ones, like your flat plus sign is your A and B axis crossed to make the, the, the plus. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm going to keep going on. And so you have A and B axis crossed. That's your plus sign. Your C axis runs straight da- right dab, right smack dab. In the middle, through the intersection, okay? Okay. That's C. And the monoclinic structure means that these axes axes are all different lengths. So let's talk about what that looks like. So let's just go back to the plus sign first, as it is. Let's take, like, the, the line that's running horizontally. Let's just extend it. Make it longer. So now it looks less like a traditional plus sign, and it's kind of, like, elongated in the middle and a little shorter on the top, right? So our A and B axis, I don't know if the plural of that word, they're different now. And so let's imagine that the one running through the top of the plus sign, the C axis, is also a different length from the other two. So maybe it's not as long as A axis, and maybe it's longer or shorter than B, but it's still different. And the result of this, if you draw it on paper, is you essentially get like a three-dimensional rectangle, a parallelogram. And okay. it's not a perfect cube, but it it still has the sides that face each other, but it's it's rectangular in nature, um, but still three-dimensional. So that's kind of what you're working for with here. That's all that that means. But for some reason, it has to be written as monoclinic structure means that the three axes of the crystal grid are different lengths. And it's like, what? I See, I... <sighs> okay. And like, all right. and it was but so irritating because I would find an image... I would find an image and it would show like the rectangle with the axes in the middle, but like they wouldn't be labeled. And it would be like the A and the C axis come to 90 degrees, but the B (laughs) axis does not. It's like fucking label them. Like what? And so it was like, finally, I found one that it seemed like A and B are the ones that are flat. And then C is the one that jabs through vertically. But I still don't know if that's right. But that's what monoclinic crystal structure means, I guess, for you. You know what? That's reminding me of just talking about the the graphic or the or the diagram of it. it. Just I'm sorry, but it's reminding me of the three inch long Titanic rivet nipples. 
<laughs> harder than the three inch long rivets of the Titanic. <sighs> so, okay, there we go. That's there's your there's your geometry. That was that was my takeaway. That's um, that's <laughs> my brain honestly saying shut off and went three inch nipples. That's the same. I I have like my geometry teacher it lives rent free in my head because like luckily he was very friendly and it, like kind and understood yeah. that i was struggling but like we would banter back and forth and i would just be like lamenting about like my test score and i remember one day and he wasn't being mean he was like just like we were just going back and forth he was like i didn't know he was gonna make a 40 and like i think about that a lot because like I he did. said what he was like i didn't know you were gonna make a 40 because, like, oh, I was, like, bitching about something about the test. And, like, it's basically, like, trying to be, like, not taking responsibility for how bad and shitty I did. But, like, oh, no. anyway, I, he was very, it was, like, a jokey moment. I remember laughing, but I also remember being, like, dude, I'm fucking failing in this class. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> so, anyway, let's talk about the metaphys, shall we? Let's move away, yes. far, far away from this. And so... All I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I did magnetism last week. I don't know anything about any of this. I just make myself love, sound stupid. I love the outpouring of like scientific minded people coming to the rescue with like oh, all the graphics. Yeah, and here's that they put on Facebook. Yes, and I'm sitting there at three o'clock in the morning, like I think, I think I get it. I think I get it. Yeah. Yes. So all over the place with this crystal, you see words like protector guardian oh. oh words of that such because that's a big vibe going on with creedite and Whoa. so this crystal very protective over your energy and <laughs> spirit I, I have to keep reminding everyone that that's what this is called i, I have to just forgot. slip it in oh okay Whoa. so it's protective over your energy your spirit and you know helping to keep keep you raised up you know, uh, it's it's kind of keeping you maybe perhaps I raise you up and keeping you free of maybe those lowly energies that might be kind of nipping at your heels, wanting to wanting to take hold. And, you know, things that might want to knock you down a peg or two for when you don't want to come back down from this cloud, which oh, is yeah. is Bush. But still, same same vein and yeah. same singer in a different way. I love bush so <laughs> macy loves bush that is to say more accurately creda takes you higher because <laughs> super high vibrational stone big time it's rare it's powerful it's prismatic and oh. it's just kind of all around it's radiating some pretty amazing energy to utilize for magic and meditation being of that higher frequency, it can be a good pal for meditation when you're trying to maybe raise up to a space more conducive for higher thought or maybe astral travel. Uh, if you partake in, in traveling the astral waves or whatever Sick. you do, uh, it can be of assistance because it has those guardian properties to help maybe ensure your spirit or body won't be messed around with when you're traveling. Like when that hag tried to steal Jordan's body, which I also oh, think God. about all the time. Oh my God! <laughs> so you can apply color magic to these crystals, uh, you know, because there's a variety of different ones. There's clear, there's orange, there's purple, 
There's rosy pink. Uh, There's chicken tendy colored, which is lit. Uh, You can utilize the essence of those colors in your working or in understanding the energy that you're picking up from, from your piece of Credite. and and for it is kind of expensive because it is rare. Like a little palm size nug of credite, it's, it might run you about 60, 70 bucks. Um, and bigger specimens with like the little points all over them, like you're getting you're getting on up there. Like I saw one that was like like kind of the whole size of your hand, but like all fanned out with cool points and one, and it was like a thousand bucks. Like it it can get a little a little pricey, but you can get the little, you can get some that are literally like. Like a little chicken McNugget. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. like that oh. size. That's what I want. I want one that's just like uh, a little nug. Chicken McNugget. So there are... I've been figuring out or trying to figure out when I wanted to broach this topic because, Uh-oh. like, it's a topic of its own, but it was something that I covered in the... on, like, for Macy and East Yoga for a podcast. Uh, and... I learned a lot of... Wait, hold on. What was that again? It, this was something... So I did a lot of digging for a specific episode. No, 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 no. An episode of what? The Macy and Nice Yoga podcast. I said that already. I'm try- Brother, I'm trying to give you a... a I'm trying to give you I know, a space but to I said it once and then I'm not going to... I just don't want to... I'm not going to repeat it twice for no reason. Macy and East Yoga podcast. But... Check it out. I did an episode and I started this fucking thing off so cocky because I was going to talk about the chakras i was like i was like i'm gonna fucking this is gonna be great and i went down a rabbit hole of truth that really changed the way that i see the western rainbow chakra system okay now and so i i I was gonna it's my point of this is because it's like you see a lot of stuff online and it's like this is good for like the sacral chakra and all of these things and it's like I just want to get into where that comes from because, like, we're we're gonna. There's a lot of there's a lot of history that that goes on here. And then this episode that I did it was like over an hour long, and I'm condensing this to five minutes probably. But I did want to talk about this because ever since I've learned it, I've just kind of been like, "What do now?" Because like it's everywhere. So basically, when digging into the roots of kind of the the Western seven chakra rainbow system. It you see it's it is generally and I say it in the West because it's generally where it originated from because it's largely recently emerged out of New Age occult overlay, um, really picking up with the Theosophists in the 1920s. So, if you know anything about Theosophy, you might know it was rooted in the writings of Madame Helena Blavatsky. Uh, complicated figure to say the least and uh this practice was composed of kind of a mixture of her take on like tibetan beliefs occult practices certain tenets of yoga uh european philosophies just kind of all wrapped up together and in the night are we talking about in an appropriation type way oh yeah that's where we're going and so okay in the 1920s you have a book com- that comes out called the chakras and it's written by charles ledbetter who was a very high-ranking member of theosophy at that I was time say that name sounds very familiar and basically what happened in this book written in the 1920s was that it took a lot of liberties 
uh, kind of conveniently aligning chakras to fit in with theosophy, uh, which was, you know, as I mentioned earlier, kind of already a mashup of a bunch of different things. And at this time, there weren't that many uh, accurate translations of the original Sanskrit texts. Uh, some work had been done on this to bring these materials over to the West for those that truly wished to study them. But it also allowed a room allowed room for a lot of uh, liberty, you know, like because it's just like, well, we'll just say this instead. And so. Large, no one will know. Really, yeah. And largely this was it's done... the internet doesn't exist yet. Well, and it was done largely without fact-checking because, like, really, there wasn't the dedication to the oftentimes lifelong study that is taking place for these practices from which the chakras come from. And, you know, the practice... Hmm? Why people just take things I, that are I know. Important? And so it's like this you're really this is kind of where this the roots of this came from. And so really in the twenties, nineteen twenty seven when that book was published, was the first big deviation from the actual roots of the material and to a new age kind of like veneer slapped on top of it, um, where it's very much deviated. Uh and so this continued on though. To the 70s in California, baby. Fucking new age city, man. And in 1977, we have a book written by Christopher Hills published titled Nuclear Evolution, Discovery of the Rainbow Body. And (laughs) it is here that we really get the rainbow spectrum created and tied to the chakras for the first time that we know today. And it's here you get the co- the broken down color associations like, oh, this one, the green is for the heart and it's tied to this gland. Like, that's where all that came from. 1977, less than 50 years ago. Yeah. And this depiction in the West has become mainstream and has become synonymous with like practices of yoga and these other tenets come, you know, like chakras are from Buddhism and Hinduism. And it's just like. This is not what's going on there. This is just like new age stuff, like put on top of it. And so when you hear about the chakras being appropriated, it's not because necessarily it's about it being a closed system, but more so because the Western depiction of the chakras is, you know, especially in the rainbow color spectrum spectrum way it's more of a construct and kind of a bastardization of the truth, you know, where it, like the actual material of, you know, what the chakras are in association uh, deep into those the really ancient writings like Sanskrit texts, like going all the way back into like the Upanishads and whatnot and materials that are important in practices once again of like buddhism and hinduism and so it's it's very complicated and it's just like there's really the word i keep thinking of is veneer you know it's just like this was just like eh, it's just like it's like when you cover floors with something else entirely you know yeah yeah. and cover like a a nice hardwood floor with like a shag carpet yeah yeah and you know like of course this does raise the question of like the concepts of like thought creation it's like well after 50 years of so much belief does that mean that the rainbow system now is its own practice you know and it's like i don't 
really know, but it's it the word chakra being used is complicated there because right. it's taking something and basically spinning it without regard for how things actually work. And I'm going to be real with you. It's very I'm still learning that I'm very far, very in the beginnings of my study of yogic philosophy and whatnot. And You know, it shows to the cockiness of me doing six episodes of this before I knew dick shit years ago. And now as I'm studying, I'm realizing like, oh, I don't know anything. But that's unfortunately oftentimes the way it goes. Uh, But, you know, it what makes it tricky is that it's actually kind of hard to find this stuff. And they've become it's become so synonymous here in the West that I I had to dig deep to even find a thread like when i went in to do the episode for macy and east yoga i didn't expect to go here i didn't expect to wind up there but i Is did macy and east yoga.com or <laughs> over on patreon and <laughs> so it, it even to the point where like big yoga based like websites and whatnot here in the west still perpetuate this system as being like as it is in traditional yoga and it's it's not Uh, Because it's like it's got the waters are that muddy with this. And it's just like basically the rainbow chakra system, the workings aren't really from yoga. Uh, It's more like kind of when you read a book and you love it so much and then you go to the movies and you watch it and it's loosely based at best. Uh, And you're like, what the uh, what the fuck? It it didn't. This is not anything. This is none of this is how this goes. It's really what's going on here. Uh, to a pretty advanced degree. Like, my brain goes to, I don't know if anybody else read Cirque du Freak when they grew up, but the film adaptation of it was heinous. I mean, it it had John C. Riley in it, which should have been, he would have been excellent. It's a treasure. He should have been excellent in that role. And he, but it it just that they, they like, I've always said it's like they read the back cover, which is kind of like how I feel about this. It's like they read like the little back cover flap and we're like, that's enough. We can write something about this. (laughs) It's kind of what went down here. And so that's why when you it's like, uh, I have a harder time now. And I learned this like a few months ago. And I've just kind of been reeling from it. Like, how do I address this, especially something so deeply ingrained in like the metaphysical environment? I mean, you see it everywhere. And it's just one of those things that when you've researched is oftentimes you find yourself being like, oh, that that's not good. You know, like, oh, fuck. So anyway. I I could there's a whole long storyline there and like a uh, chain of events that uh, spell out kind of the origins of this a bit easier. But I did just want to yeah. finally bring it in here so we could talk about it. Um, well, it is interesting because, like you said, it, it's something that is requiring continuing looking into. And and also the whole time you were talking, I was sitting here thinking, I was like, yeah, because we. It is so ingrained in us to talk about, oh, uh, this is a green stone, so it's great for heart chakra work, right? But A, what does that really mean? (laughs) But B, also, like, because we've, and I say we, just, I I, I don't know. I, I know that there are probably people out there who are like, I never did that. But, like, I just mean generally accepted we were, like, green, heart, whatever, right? Is that now like you said, sort of part of it. Have we thought formed our way into it? Uh, which, of course, is not an excuse to keep doing I, that's, it. That's, I don't like, know. Is, but, yeah. like, to me, I, I know I have in the past kind of toyed with, instead of being like, this is green, so it's good for heart chakra stuff, to instead be like, okay, this is green, so this is good to work with emotions. 
you know, and kind of keeping that association still, but not not putting it on to something that I don't know about. You know? Sure. And, well, and and again, I'm still I'm very at the the foothills of this journey, but like of studying all of this. But I mean, traditionally, like that's why I like the term energy center. Um, yeah. Because you do yeah. all over your body have these convergent points of uh, nadis, which are like your energetic pathways, in which your your prana runs through your life. This is in kind of more yoga side of things, but uh, so you you do have those energy centers all around the body. Um, but the practice of chakras themselves and working with them is very different, uh, as is portrayed in the West, um, to the point that I, I don't know how to truly work with them as in originally intended, only in what I've been taught in the more Western construct of things, right. um, which is just very interesting. And it's one of those things that because, you know, yoga isn't seen as a closed practice, and neither is, you know, Buddhism and Hinduism, uh, that it's it's fine. And it's like, that's kind of where the research can stop. Because like, well, no, it's, it's, it's like you hear appropriation. It's like, oh, it's because it's closed practice. And it's like, oh, it's, it's an open practice. It's when you dig a little deeper, you can be like, oh, it's just because a bunch of fucking like Americans and shit just yeah. took it and <laughs> made it into something convenient for them. Oh, right. got it. Okay, sure. And then you kind of start to see why, and I know there are reasons outside of this, but you start to see why things might become closed practices after a while. Because it's like, hey, look, when y'all get your hands on it, you fuck it up. <laughs> You're like to the point that it becomes like so confusing and ingrained in the like this part to where it's like you're kind of missing the point completely. Yeah, it's very yeah. difficult, <laughs> um, which is that which is the way with Western yoga and a lot of ways to say and I could talk about that for days how it's just like it's exercise over here. And it's like, oh, Jesus fucking right. Christ. But yeah. that's that's a mess to untangle as the journey continues. But anyway, the switch continues, mama. Let's finish up here. Credite can help get you there. So if you're trying to connect with higher beings, you're trying to elevate, perhaps it can be a good addition to your grid, you know, your crystal grid. If you're trying to call up that deity or maybe that angel you're trying to, you're trying to get a hold Hell. of. Yeah. You ever been visited by an angel? I, with you have. Yeah, um, I know. I'll never forget <laughs> it. <laughs> All of the air weighed a thousand pounds. Boom. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, if perhaps if you're doing reflection work, maybe you're trying to find your highest self. Credite can be a present, for, you know, a good friend to help keep you on course instead of maybe spiraling into lamentation. Uh, you know, like when we do shadow work or any sort of self-reflection, it's important that we can acknowledge mistakes so that we can learn from them, but that we do not crash off course in a fit of self-hatred and regret because of them. There's a balance there. And it can be difficult because we don't just want to keep, you know, writing ourselves blank checks and not taking responsibility for the things that we do, but not just uselessly beating ourselves up either. You know, that's that gets so much where it's like you've teetered from learning and now you're just punishing, self-punishing. Um, yeah. And you know, having a boat to keep us afloat in this case, you know, like Credite, maybe it's kind of, you know, like when <laughs> it's, this is a very Lord of the Rings heavy episode, you know, <laughs> when Galadriel is having her badass monologue, you oh, know, yeah. and she she passes the test and can diminish. Oh, yeah. I feel I'm like the West. she I'm had Galadriel. she had like a Credite in her pocket that helped keep her from. <laughs> 
you know. Hell yeah, dude. It, it helped. It, she, she didn't. She didn't get. She didn't get taken off course. She she passed the test. She can diminish. She wasn't beaten huh. by you know this. And uh, I feel like it just kind of helped keep her on course there. And Creedite is all about self development, and it wants to help you grow. And yeah. all of us. It wants is, to help you pass the test. It wants to help you pass the test and oh. diminish. Um, go into the west. <laughs> and. You know, it. all of us within us is our highest potential, and we all deserve and are capable of unlocking it. And it takes work, but also fairness towards ourselves along that process. And crystals like Credite, which focus on bringing in that clarity, but also like the elevation of energy and that essence of guardianship, can maybe help along that journey, especially if you respond to crystals. You know, like it's just something like it really like is a tool that like you really feel helps. Throw down with some when you're doing your reflection and journaling periods. You know, maybe maybe it'll just be like a gentle hand to, to help keep you on the path of reflection without excusing yourself too gently and without being too hard on yourself as well. Maybe Galadriel will show up and she'll give you her monologue. Maybe. And really just a firm talking to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look at you with her, like, big devil Turns eyes. all green. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But anyway. It becomes a light being. That's Creedite. Dude, every time you said Creedite, it, it, it pushed me back into my chair. Yeah. I forgot every single time. Yeah. Creedite. It can take you higher. I know it's not them, but still, same vibe. Yeah, yeah. Same singer, different way. <laughs> People are going to be so upset that Eddie Vedder is getting rolled into this mix. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Listen, all the respect, we're not making fun of Eddie Vedder. I want half Coca-Cola, half Diet Coke gotta watch the calories <laughs> gotta gotta i'm watching my figure watching my figure take oh, two of the calories. chicken mcnuggets and shove them up your ass up your ass it give me four chicken mcnuggets, chicken McNuggets. <laughs> <laughs> okay it um, has less calories because it's fish i'm spent yeah let's get out of here but before we get out of here we need a big hot Okay, you know what? No, we don't need a big hot pile of review footage, okay? We need some of that cold sugar slime footage. The way that Maisie likes to eat her beans mm, cold congealed. out of the fridge. This is how our review footage comes to us today. And this one is from SunnyD575, which is a cute little handle. Mm-hmm. And it says, this podcast has everything... Wow. Charlie and Macy seamlessly weave together personal stories, random catchphrases, pop culture references, and accessible witchcraft edutainment. These witches are so natural that they make the listener feel like they're just hanging out with their two best friends who have the same interests and sense of humor. Thank you, Sunny D. Thank you for being way too nice for saying we seamlessly weave shit together. (laughs) I mean, listen... Ain't nothing seamless about this, baby. No. <laughs> we are as jagged as a creedite. We do not have... Per- <laughs> well, no, because creedite's got that perfect cleavage, bro. They don't, yeah, okay, okay, but I mean the spiky bits. Yeah, the exterior. This. Yeah. I was proud. The nubbins. Also, before we leave, uh, a reminder here. You have one week to get the print, 
and then it's gone forever. That's it. Like, for real. It's fucking gone forever. Yeah. Forever. And, uh, what? Forever. Forever. Big time. If you didn't know, because we haven't talked about it, Macy has a uh, yoga-based Patreon where you do yoga and you talk about yoga. Tell us. That's over there on Patreon. Uh, Macy, Anise, yoga. Every week there's a class on Monday. Uh, there's a podcast episode on Friday where we look at yogic philosophy and uh, see what else is going on there beyond asana yoga, which is the postures. And uh, yeah, Dante is present in almost every single class because I film him outside um, now that it's not cold. And uh, he's yeah. there and he fucks shit up all the time. So we have a good time Go over there. Go check out the murder cat. Yeah. 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 yeah he gets uh, just just in the way yeah all the time just enough. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh the witch bitch amateur hour has a patreon as well that's patreon.com slash wbah podcast join up at the lowest level you can be a part of that patreon shout out win an episode baby uh depending on your ep- your episode your level we have access to extra content we have private Facebook groups, monthly live streams, extra monthly bonuses. And dude, at the $5 level, we got that simp cap. Simp that cap. That simply captivating. And if you don't know what that is, it is our secondary or our side. It's our side hustle project. Mm-hmm. Uh, the podcast where we talk about uh, pop culture stuff. And for last episode and for this episode, we were, we we're doing uh, Man vs. Wild. Bear girls. Lots of or, yelling, lots of uh, lots uh, of frustration and rage, uh, and also incredulity. What was it called in the UK? Like ultimate survivor bear girls. It should be called born, bad born fucking survivor. advice that will get you killed. I want to talk to you for real quick about something that has angered me, and I know you saw it because I sent it to you. But uh, when you're scrolling through, I, I think it's YouTube. I, it, this dude, made me want to. I, I'm so I fucking. Wanna, I I I, I give somebody. up. I give up. Uh, when you're scrolling through YouTube, sometimes you'll see people have posted polls and somebody did one that was like, who would you trust to be your, was it your outdoor advisor or your outdoor, your leader to keep you alive, survival person. And the choices were Aragorn, uh, I think like Katniss Everdeen was one, mm-hmm. I forget the other one, and then Bear Grylls, of course I picked Aragorn because he's a fucking ranger and yeah. you saw him save Frodo's life, come on. And uh, you know who won fucking Bear Grylls? Those people who voted for them deserve what they get when he causes their inevitable death. You know what? Go take a bite out of a zebra's neck, a raw zebra's neck, and get fucking... Uh, I don't know, rickets? What do you when he, when he decides <laughs> to needlessly jeopardize his whole safety to scale a rock wall so he can swing <laughs> his dick around and yeah. leaves your ass behind, maybe yeah. you'll think, I should have picked Aragorn, who was able to yeah. successfully lead multiple clueless hobbits uh, through uh, the countryside. So uh-huh. whatever, multiple pick terrains. Bear Grylls. And you know what Aragorn didn't do even once? He didn't fucking salmon his way up a freezing river and tell you it was the safest thing to do. Fucking irritated. But anyway, after this ends, the second installment, we close this first wimp cap dive uh, and we move into seven episodes. Yes. Of Cushiel's Dart, breaking apart this story. An interesting idea, I think, when why you say seven episodes. Yes, so this book is 701 pages. Oh, shit. And, because yeah, just make the whole last week one. The last one one page. So, 
I'm going to be breaking it up each week is going to be looking at 100 page chunks so you can read along if you want but that also is fun because even if it's like at a serious fucking yeah. moment yeah we just, just gotta <laughs> stop <laughs> i love it ultimate cliffhanger middle of a sentence yeah just boom done all right all right that's it guys right. see you next week yeah. i can't, I can't wait. wait i ordered you. my hardcover it's on the way yes. i've got little tabbies that i'm oh, ready okay. to mark my pages Nerd. and make my notes i can't fucking wait yeah. i want yeah. so badly for y'all to join us with this it's an incredible story get you the audiobook if you're not one to sit and read that's okay but give it a shot even if you're like oh, i don't want to like do a book like it doesn't be boring give it a shot give give me a chance okay or you could do what i do and just listen along and just listen yeah you don't even story, have to which, read it if you don't want to um bro, this is such an easy uh, uh season of subcap for me it is uh because i i get to sit here and just sort of listening to it but i was thinking like what if we at some point in the future we could do it in reverse i could find something that i'm way into and i could seagull meme at you about it so you could figure it out. you could you absolutely could um yeah and uh you fucking do like what is it like melancholy and infinite sadness or whatever <laughs> yeah. Like yeah let me tell you why bodies kicking off the second album of that set is fucking life-changing. Okay. Oh, okay. Listen, that's Actually, it. I think it's where boys fear, fear to tread. I don't want an email. How dare you Correct. not know? You aren't even a fan. Oh my God. I'm going to throw away my t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, send us an email with advertising inquiries, spooky soda episodes, put spooky in the subject line. We'll podcast at gmail.com. Facebook, uh, is witchamateur.com, Instagram at witchbitchamateurhour, Twitter at bitchhour, OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash podcast. we got to start reading some fanfic over there. Uh, and we do have a mailing address, P.O. Box 865, Canton, Texas 75103. Um, all the links to this and, and everything else is in the show notes. So thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you uh, next week. Wow, concise. Uh, I got a pee. I know, I can tell. All right, goodbye. I I ain't got time for this. (laughs) (laughs) stupid i love it's it so, so much oh wow. i love it i get a real tickle when i get a phone call oh. Oh, uh, wow <sighs> i think that should go at the end we've um, been blessed <laughs>